Hello and welcome to another Affirmative Murder mini-sold. I'm Alvin Williams. Fran, hello. Talk to the people. Talk to me. It's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded. What's up, man? Not much, man. Just chilling. Got some, had some birthdays come and go. Been enjoying that. Uh, being Thanksgiving. Day, so I have to, you know, enjoy time with some family. Um, work, work is picking up. Holidays. Tis the season. Tis um, the season. Shaloms. Yeah, so, um, and, um... I took a long break from like working out, so now I'm trying to get back into getting the gym. Get back in the groove. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's been it's been a str- it's been a struggle. Same, my boy. How about yourself? Uh, life's good. Uh, the holidays were super fun. I made my first pan of macaroni and cheese. I made Ooh, the macaroni okay. and cheese this year. Southern style was, macaroni and cheese. Yeah, it was southern style. You know, we baked okay. it. You know, yeah, it had, you know, uh, several different types of cheeses. Kobe Jack was up in that okay. thing. Uh, some some mozzarella, mm-hmm. some gouda. How did it turn out? Fantastic! It was a hit. It was a hit, okay. and I'm proud. And I'm proud of myself. Um, <laughs> also, I want to give a shout out to everybody before I, you know, before we get into things. Affirmative Murder at Gmail dot com. Uh, Tales from the Hood. Get your emails in. Got a flooding of emails in the time that we've been away. So happy to be back. Okay. Before we jump into things, though, should we make an announcement? We got. We can start making some announcements. Start putting the word out there. You feel? I right? think. I think we should wait. Let's wait. Let's wait for Thursday. For 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 the for the for the episode episode for the episode episode, okay. So we well, just, hey, we, can just, we can just drop the ball. Fran made that decision, so okay. We got some news. We got some news coming you guys' way. Big news to be. Uh, what's what is what is it to be disclosed? Still TBD. Not to be not to be decided, but to be yeah. disclosed. Yes. So we got some news coming you guys' way. TBD. Fran said I was gonna let the cat out of the bag. Fran said no. Hold that cat. Don't let that cat out of there. Put that cat back in that bag. So yeah. you guys got to wait to uh, the full episode uh, this Thursday. Uh, so tune in, come back, and not just for the surprise, come back and listen to the podcast. But there will be some news as well for you when you get here. All right. So, friend, I have emails. Let's get into it. This first email is from a listener named Laura. So shout out to Laura. And it reads, hello, Alvin and friend. Laura here. Feel free to use my name. I absolutely love your podcast. The banter between you two it, uh, has me literally laughing out loud at my desk every week. The Little Caesars convo just about killed me. Uh, that's uh, me and Fran. That's a throwback to a callback to me and Fran had the discussion about the hot and ready situation at Little Caesars. But like, <laughs> but I didn't, you, I didn't, this is whatever is here. Yeah. You just got to be prepared for whatever the surprise is. Whatever you had in mind that you just know you wanted Little Caesars, but not necessarily what you wanted if you're coming to get a hot and ready. Because yeah. it just is, it is what it is. It is hot and ready, though. It is hot and ready. <laughs> it's, it's definitely hot. It, it's not what you wanted. It is definitely ready, ready, but whatever you had in mind is might not be the the, the, the moves for today. Yeah. So it's like it's, like it's like it's kind of like when you go buying a car. You know, you have, you know, you have a car in mind, but at the end of the process, you go like, 
I didn't get the car. Yeah, I worked, I the so qualifications I might not have for what for the Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. So I got the Rav Four instead. I came I got here. The Rav Four. <laughs> so I came. I came here with a vision in my mind of what I wanted: the Supreme with the extra olives. I left with a double cheese. <laughs> double but as a pizza, it's hot and it's ready. Yes. So shout out to Little Caesars and shout out to everybody keeping Little out. Caesars in business because the hot and ready is it clearly was a good idea because it's keeping the doors open. The little every. How? You can't go I to a city and not how. see a little Caesar somewhere. I mean, if you see one, you probably should get out of the neighborhood immediately. <laughs> you probably are not in the best area. But they're everywhere. Every city has a bad neighborhood, and every bad yeah. neighborhood has a little Caesars. So yeah, for sure. They're they're holding strong. <laughs> Caesar's strong, you know? We can't we can't be wasting time making pizzas because yeah, yeah, we got might get it might be a robbery. <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah, might, might come robbed. in and try to steal the the <laughs> We make we make a fortune off the hot and ready. Five dollars adds up quick when this, we're doing 50 <laughs> hot and ready's every hour, you yeah. know? So, you know, Little Caesars might low-key be sitting on stacks of money every all around the country, you know? So, but yeah, so <laughs> that was that's what one, yeah. Laura, yeah, Laura enjoyed that conversation. So shout out to Laura and for bringing it back up to us. I remember now we did have, that was, that was fun times, fun times, fun stuff. That was a good one. That was a highlight of 2023 for me, the for uh, sure. Little Caesars conversation. So anyway, she goes, she goes <clears throat> okay, on to my story. Sorry, this is a long one. This takes place in 2017 in a tiny town in the Rocky Mountains called Granby. My family had moved a year previously to 20 acres located outside the town in the actual Ooh. woods. Ooh, okay. yeah. I'm guessing Laura is very white. That's my guess. Laura, I'm hoping to be surprised, but moving to the woods, uh, then black folks, I don't really hear many stories of black folks starting off like that. Anyway, our house was tucked into the side of the mountain and very isolated with a larger field out in front. That was used for cows and haying. I never heard of haying being like a verb. Cows and haying. Okay. Depending on the time of year. At this time, we had a two-year-old daughter and a new baby that was about five or six months old. I was a stay-at-home mom and my husband worked full time. Because I was still breastfeeding and at the time trying to get my baby to sleep independently in the crib, I had laid a, a mattress in, the, uh, in his room and would sleep on that at night. We decided this would work best so I would not wake my husband up several times in the night uh, for feedings. And so I could help my baby transition to the crib alone with me nearby. So, yes, yeah, so that's why you're sleeping on the floor, but you're, you know, ready to jump spring into action. Um, I promise this comes, this comes into the story. So most mornings my husband would get up, get ready for work, and then leave without waking anybody up. I was sleeping for as long as I could or as, for as long as the kids allowed. Mm -hmm. And we'd get up and start our day off and um, after my husband had already left for work. So bringing us to the morning of the event. So there's something that happened that she's calling the event. For some reason that morning at about 5.30, I could not sleep and decided to go and see if my husband was awake. I went into our room and he was indeed awake. I was surprised as he was up earlier than normal and I asked what was going on. He said that he didn't sleep much because last night at about 3 a.m. there was a swarm of cops with huge floodlights and flashlights looking for something out in the field in front of our house where the cows and the haying happens. Mm -hmm. And it woke him up through the window, so all the lights and everything. Because of that, at 3 a.m., he called 911 and asked them what was going on. Uh, you know something? That is, I've never even thought, I didn't know that was an option. I don't want anything to do with police so much that I never <laughs> even thought that you could call the police and be like, hey, I live at such and such and such and such. What's up? 
You can do that. Then I guess <laughs> I was today year. I hate to. I well, hate maybe to do it. maybe small towns. You can do that. Is this a small I guess, town? Uh, I, I, it's, it's in a ma- it's in the woods off the side of a mountain. So I guess it doesn't get much smaller. I, I, I than I know they Grand, like, Granby. You can't use this line. I, it has to be another line. They're like, um, none of your business. Like, how about you go? <laughs> how about you go on Twitter? You like you are outside on the phone looking up at the shit at the yeah. helicopters. Like, <laughs> I'm just wondering. Like, are you guys looking for somebody or what's the, what's the deal? It's like, sir, this is an emergency right? line. <laughs> so much noise. I'm hearing dogs barking and everything. Are you guys looking for someone? Calling nine one one to be like, "Hey, what's the deal? What's the deal? Yeah, what's going on out here? That's, that's crazy. I didn't even know. You know the things you know. You never you you never know what you can do until you do it. Yeah. You know. So I didn't. But I would. I, I would never thought. I would have never thought to call the police to be like, because sometimes you got questions. Man, what's the helicopter keep flying around over the building yeah. for? You can just call and ask. Apparently, and I do like I lock I lock my doors. I just, yeah, exactly. I I make safe. the I make up the worst scenario Safety. in my mind, and yeah. then I just stay in the house. I never yeah. thought to be like I'm gonna see if I can get the all clear. Was you there that night when um when uh we was at Miles' house, a friend of ours, uh-huh. and somebody busted the window of their next door neighbor, and I we definitely. went running around the block. <laughs> no, for that? I definitely was not. <laughs> I missed that one. I missed that night. It was a lot of nights. I was. I, it was a lot of nights we were at the, this friend's house, and I was like, I kind of see where this night's going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> that was kind of. I was like, I don't really like how you. Sometimes you just can read the tea leaves. I'm like, I don't really like how I see this night going. I, I'll catch you guys on the flippity flop. Uh, That's when man. I hit the like, man. I'm. I'm sick. I'll fake a. I'll, I'll fake an injury, and I say, damn, something's uh, not really sitting well in my spirit. I yeah. gotta go. Yeah, you fool everybody but me. I'm like, this fucking I know it every time. I'm like, yo, you know something, man? This party is so fun. I'll be right back. You know, like, yeah. They'll be like, oh, man, when's Alvin coming back? Like, he's, he's he's not coming back. He's gone home. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'll be like, y'all want something? I'll, y'all want, I'll bring some pizza back. I'll come bring some hot and ready's back. Y'all want a hot and ready? Hot and ready? Hey, I'll be, I'll what you three. want? Oh, it don't matter what you want because I'll just I'll yeah, bring I'm gonna get whatever they, whatever's <laughs> yeah, available, yeah. but it's gonna be hot and it's gonna be ready. So I'll see you guys in a little bit. And you be like, yeah, he's not coming back. Like, man, exactly. I'm hungry, man. Is Alvin coming back with the pizza soon? Like, no, man. <laughs> Stupid. That dude is asleep <laughs> at his house. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to so he, husband calls nine one one. The police told him that. Nothing was going on. It was a routine traffic stop, and he had nothing to worry about. He responded to them, I have two small children and me and my wife, so if something is going on, we need to know. Imagine, hmm. man. The, the entitlement. I, it's like, <laughs> it's, I'm so jealous of this conversation because I'm like, imagine disturbing the police. And, and I, it's, yeah. it's, it's the only word I can use because that's. Where is this again? It's in Granby, but I don't remember the. I don't uh, know where that is. The Rocky Mountains. Okay. So. I, I don't Colorado? Know. Sure. I don't know. It's <laughs> Granby, Granby somewhere. Granby in the Rocky Mountains. But imagine calling the police, right? So you call their phone, which is like, it's an emergency line, but you call their phone for nothing. And then they're like, sir, I answered your question, which, you know, there's nothing going on. You go, hey, look, check this out. I have a family here. So if there's something going on, you better tell me right now. It's like, and you're getting audacious with the police? Yeah. I'm so jealous of this husband. Because the way I would have been like, I know what my eyes saw. I saw a bunch of police outside, but the, the lady on the phone is like, it's nothing. I'd be like, okay, thank you, sir. Thank you, officer. Yeah, have a great night. <laughs> I guess I miss, I guess I'm, I must have hallucinated. I guess it's nothing. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Look here, you liar. Tell me what's yeah, going like, on right now. <laughs> what is this, some kind of conspiracy theory? What are you, Infowars? I know what I saw. Tell me what's going on now. It's like, you call the police with this yeah. bass in your voice? I love it. 
the way I would have bitched up so fast on that phone. Like, sir, nothing. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a, have a blessed Christmas. I'll be. <laughs> start giving him. You have a great a speaking voice on the phone. You have a great night. I'm so sorry I called you. <laughs> but yeah, good, good for him standing up for his family, being like, listen, man, it's out. We're out here in the woods. It's dangerous. If it's something going on, tell me right now. So 911 reassured him that it was nothing and not to worry. I say, oh, weird. Wonder what that was. He shrugged, went back to bed for 20 more minutes, got ready, and went to work. So he left. I went back to my baby's room and back to bed as well. That morning, I was meeting some other moms for a hike later. This is so, this is such a, oh, I love this. I love the energy of this email. You guys are, you guys live in a cool mountain life out there in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, friend. Yeah, there you go. We know where that is. Um, so she, uh, so I got up and started getting ready. My husband had already left for work around 7 a.m. with our 100 pound dog in tow. He takes his dog to work? A hundred pound dog, damn. Uh, yeah, it's a big ass dog. About 30 minutes after my husband left, I heard a knock at the door. We had an entryway, so an outside door and another door to, to actually enter the house. Okay, cool. Like a little foyer. I like it. So I have my baby on my hip and I go to open the door to enter our house and see a man's arm through the window of the outside door. Now we're supposed to have a landscaper come the next day to do some work and a few things around the house. And I'm thinking maybe that's him a day early. I say, can I help you? While seeing <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Can I help you? Uh, and the man turns and puts his face in the window and says, can I come in the house and use your phone? I've been hiking back here in the woods and fell and sprained my ankle, and I need to call a friend to come get me. I immediately said no. I consume way too much true crime to allow a strange man into my house. Good for you, Laura. Great. Right. right. Great. I hope you put some bass in your voice, too, in this whole situation. But I'm, but I'm from the Midwest, and we tend to be a little over polite. So I say, I can call someone for you if you need. And he says, okay, and starts rattling off a phone number. I say, hold on, I need to get my phone. As I'm walking to go look for my phone, the conversation my husband and I had that morning about the police looking for someone pops into my head, and I get a sinking oh. feeling in my stomach. I also know all the land around us is private property. Therefore, no public hiking trails, no access, unless you are trespassing. Around here, people know not to trespass on private land, as everyone has at least one gun. Lots of hunters and outdoorsy types around our small town. So it is a small town, Frank, you nailed it. Um, and it's 7.30 in the morning. I'm supposed to believe that this man was hiking on our private property at 5 a.m. and fell and hurt himself? <laughs> <laughs> Just not right. So this is all happening while she's looking for her phone. Wait a minute, flashes. I found my phone and I called my husband. He never answers and it drives me crazy. And that day was no exception. So I called his work. His family owned the small business that he worked at. So his dad, my father-in-law, answers and immediately can tell something is wrong. He gets my husband on the line. I tell him what's going on. And he says, don't under any circumstance open the door. Oh, my goodness. Hang up with me and call 911. I'm on my way. I call 911. Then I realize my two-year-old is in, the, in her high chair right by our huge front window. So I move her and all of us into a back room and wait for the police to come. I come out and I see the man walking down our mile long drive. He must have gotten frustrated waiting and just left. He did have a walking stick and was limping. So <laughs> this guy could have been hiking on private land. Yeah. But he also could have been running from the police in the from, uh, running from the police in the woods all night and sprained his ankle that way. I then see my husband's car slowly driving up the driveway. The man sees it and <laughs> the man sees it too and darts into the woods. I call my husband and ask why he is driving so slowly. He says he does not want to confront the man. 
Okay, I understand that. So I called the police back and asked what was taking so long. They say we have four police cars at the end of the drive, but we are waiting for more backup. What? Four is not enough for this man? Okay. They then ask whose car is halfway up the drive. I tell them it's my husband's. They say, can you call him and tell him to turn around and come back to the end of the drive with us? It's like, leave. Can you ask your husband to leave you guys in the house? Right. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Where I the helicopter? Where the helicopter that was yeah, where's, before? What's all the urgency of last night that was flashing <laughs> right. lights in my house? You guys are down the now. You guys think he's like uh, the shoe bomber or something? Like, you guys are making a perimeter. Come get, come get this man. I respond not if you don't send the patrol car up here to see for, uh, with me and my kids. We are alone between the police and a man who does not want to be caught by the police and who apparently needs more than four police po- patrols to catch. You don't think he won't come back to us and use us as leverage? Or keep us hostage? I knew I sounded a bit crazy, but I did not care. They said, yes, of course. We will send, up, uh, send an officer up to your house to be with you and your kids. So my husband turned around, and a very young detective came and sat with me and my kids. This poor detective had to be dealing with my two-year-old asking if he was going to be her babysitter, which she had never had a babysitter before, and we were planning on going on, our, on a date two days later. So she was going to have her first babysitter, I had been prepping her for that during the week. So she kept being like, you know what a babysitter is? And a babysitter is mm-hmm. coming. You know, and this guy, then this guy shows up. And then the kids like, you know, kids asking questions. He had to sit there as we carried on with our day. Me breastfeeding and changing the baby, et cetera, for four hours. We were on lockdown in our house as the police looked for this guy in the woods for four hours. They brought in drones, eight patrol cars, and eventually the canines. And the good pups found him quickly once they brought them in. During those four hours, couldn't find this man. Like, what the hell? Yeah, man, this is who is this guy? Guy's limping with a cane and he can't find him. Yeah. Jesus, man. This guy, it's like that movie Shooter. Is this Mark Wahlberg? (laughs) Uh, So during those four hours, I asked the detective, what's this guy's, what this guy's crimes were? He played it off and said nothing too serious, just some drug related stuff. And so they found him and we were off lockdown, free to go about, free to go about our day. I thanked the detective. He left. And my husband is finally allowed to come up to the house and see us. Once my husband is back at our house after checking on us, he says to me, did they tell you what his crime was? Oh, let me guess. Well, you don't think it was drug related stuff? I don't think it was drug related at all. Um, killed his wife. Ooh. Murder. Okay. Well, sh- murder. Yeah. Murder was the case. Um, I say kind of. Then he says, they told me they have been watching him for a while and waiting for him to pull over and get him back into custody. I ask. Why? He says, because he held a family hostage for hours in a house a few towns over two weeks ago. Mm. The house was located across from the high school and all the schools went into lockdown. They had to get the squad team in to get him safe, to get them out safely. He was out on, he was, oh, well, she wrote squad. So if that's what you meant, respect. Fran figured it out. He cracked the code. Now check this out. So he just, that's what she, the husband tells her that's what he did. This Mm -hmm. guy, this assailant, he was out on bail. After holding a family hostage, which is crazy. So anyway, he was out on bail. I was shocked. I know the detective played it down so as to not scare us, but it makes me wonder what would have happened if I opened just one more door. Would he have, would he have tried to break in and hold me and my children hostage? Like the last house he was in a few weeks before. Yeah, definitely. Or if I didn't wake up and talk to my husband that morning, would I have not been on more of an alert and did something different and not caught this dude with his, literally, you caught his hand in the cookie jar. His hand was in your, win, in your window. 
Uh, also, this guy had been running from the police in the woods from 3 a.m. to 7.30 a.m., and I know he watched us as my husband and dog left for work mm. and most likely watched as I got up with my kids and knew my husband was gone. It makes me wonder if one thing would have been different that day, how things would have ended up. From time to time, I think about this story, and I get chills thinking about how things could have gone. So grateful they went the way that they did. I never really followed up with what happened to the man, but I truly hope he got help for his addictions and is living a better life. Okay, that's all I have for now and hopefully forever. Again, I love your podcast and look forward to it every week. Thank you guys for all that you do to bring awareness to so many underreported groups. And Laura, hey. Shout out to you. That was a great email. Thank you to Laura again. Fantastic. Uh, uh, we think that you're awesome. And that was a great story. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I was in a cabin recently in West Virginia, and I maybe saw, and I was in the mountains. Uh-huh. I, I may remember seeing maybe one cop, and that was like maybe an hour from where we, maybe an hour like a from patrol, where we, like a patrol, and one just like a patrol yeah, cop. Yeah. yeah. I was like, was it? You were in like a sleepy part of the woods. Yeah, know? no, it was the service. And that cop, service, and I tell you what, service in and out. <laughs> I was like, this is and crazy. Up, I bet you only saw that cop because you were there. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> I bet everybody else probably doesn't even usually see the one cop. They're like, it's nothing happens here. But they're like, wait a minute. Uh, we saw some uh, colored people at a <laughs> at a gas station. And then now you see the one cop. You know? So I don't know if it's a coincidence that you saw the cop. Maybe. <laughs> oh, shout out to West Virginia, man. I'm sure it's a great town. Sure. The cabin was lovely. I remember, you know, I remember. It was it lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. yeah. But just, we stayed just, in the yeah, cabin. Just the, right, friend? In the mountains. I'm not. No cell phone service. No, I don't like that. I'm just not into it, man. I get it. I get it going, you know, doing it every once in a while. That's fun. Yeah. Escaping. But like living out getting, there is just, just. Getting away from the hustle and bustle of the city. Yeah. No. Nah. I'm good. I love a densely populated city. Sure. I'll go get an Airbnb in the middle of Philadelphia and feel so good and safe and yeah. everything. And cabins are great. I've had some great time in cabins, but I always have that feeling when the nighttime and it's so quiet and all you hear is grasshoppers. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, man, if some weird racist type of crazy shit happened, there would be nobody around to help protect me in this not situation. A, not a pro- and then also when she was talking about, you know, the woods and stuff, I still get nervous. Even if you live on it, like a, just a land where it's just separated from everybody. I, that still makes me nervous. Because yeah. then somebody can creep up on you and watch you just like so that guy. I, yeah, was, I'm, se- I'm like, separated from everybody. Yeah, it's like that <laughs> That makes me even more nervous than being surrounded by people. But like somebody just walking up your driveway or you got woods behind you. People can just, yeah. oh, it's just, 
And I got all day to do whatever I want. I'm here. You, they, look, look how <laughs> look how isolated they are. And right. we're just like, we bought this property to get away from everybody. Like, well, now you are. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget, bro. I don't know if I saw this movie with you in the theaters, but that movie, The Strangers, when those people came and fucking with those people in their house. And then uh, the lady was like, why are you doing this? Oh, like, yeah. Because you guys were home. Yeah. Like, it was... It was so opportunity. It was like you guys yeah, just like because I because the lights were on. Yeah, like it's nothing personal. That makes it so much worse. Like I That's don't scary. know you, don't care. I, it could have been anybody, yeah. but it's you. All right. Anyway, let's get out of that topic. Anyway, uh, next email is from Naya. This email reads, "Hey, Alvin and Fran. My name is Naya. You can use my name. Love it. Thanks for getting it out of the top. And I lived in Tampa for almost ten years. My third year of college, my two best friends and I moved into our first apartment." Uh, together in an okay part of town. When we, when we first moved in, we had some cool neighbors. But once management changed, we got some characters. One day, my best friend and I were chilling in the living room, and we got a knock on the door. We answered the door, and it was a lady from the CPS. She asked if we had any information on the child next door. We were confused because we never saw any children. Only a man and a woman that we saw occasionally, and that was his wife. Apparently, there was also supposed to be a teenage girl living there, but we never saw her, and we never saw her after this visit. Another day, we were chilling in the house, and we heard a loud commotion. We looked outside, and the police were outside at our new neighbor's house. Now, if you are from Tampa Bay, you know Dale Mabry is a very busy street, and our apartment sat on this street. Well, apparently, our neighbor downstairs had a little kickback the night before, and they were smoking and drinking. Kids in an 850-square-foot apartment, too. So it was you know, packed. We've been yeah. in many apartment parties like that in our yep. youth. Funky. Hot. <laughs> Mist, like, moist the air. The damp in the air. Um, and one of the toddlers got out of the house and was found wandering down what? the street. Yeah, wa- found wandering down the busy street at 2 a.m. Police and CPS came the next day to inform her that they were taking custody and apparently this wasn't her first child that was being taken. This is the story that solidified us not renewing our lease. <laughs> I ordered a cell phone. Ooh, we moving. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, not the, not the, not the child wandering oh. on the street. This, this that I'm about to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I hope this is worse than like, you guys have had the CPS come to your house twice. You guys are not in a, a child safe neighbor. What is the story that made you get out of this lease? Okay, so anyway. This is the story that solidified us not not renewing our lease. I ordered a cell phone online, and it was coming through FedEx. I waited all day watching the updates, and I went to refresh the page, and it said delivered, Uh handed to customer. Well, no one ever came to the door, and the package wasn't wasn't outside. So I called FedEx, and they said they would try to reach out to the driver. Well, my neighbor underneath us was outside all day, and when I went outside to look for the package, she had seemingly gone inside. So I went downstairs to knock on the door and ask if she had seen my package. She said no. I went back upstairs and I got a call from FedEx saying the driver said that he gave it to the lady that was sitting, sitting outside because she said it was hers. So I, went, so I go back downstairs a little bit more aggressively, admittedly, and told her to give me my package and we started arguing. My friend's mom was visiting and she called the police to defuse the situation. The police go knock on her door and ask her to hand over the package and she said she didn't have it. The police called FedEx to have them make sure make the driver come back yeah. and point out who that who he gave the package to. An hour later, the driver comes back to the to the apartment, points her out to the police. They go inside her apartment, and there was my package open on the counter, wow. which is very much a felony. 
They arrest her, and she's telling them that the little boy she was babysitting opened the package. Very sick to try what? to pawn that off on some little kid. She no, spent you the night still in, took it. Doesn't matter if it was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He opened it. I just brought it in the I house. Just, I, just, <laughs> yeah, I, just, yeah. I just stole it. He opened it. <laughs> uh, she, she spent the night in jail. I didn't press any charges, and we moved out shortly after. Sorry, the email is a little lengthy. It's not at all. But uh, just so you know, um, uh, Naya. But I love the Tales from the Hood series, and I'll have more tables. I have, I have more tales to send in. Well, please do. Thank you for that. That was uh, short, sweet, and awesome. Thank you. That, was, that wasn't long at all. I'm trying to figure out how it's either she knew you was getting the package for the, for the delivery guy to give her that package, knowing it wasn't hers. Mm-hmm. Or that guy, wasn't even, that guy didn't even, he, wasn't, that he or she wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, I think you're living by your very strenuous and strong USPS yeah. code and the morals that you take. This is FedEx. Because she, you know I mean? she would have to, because that lady would have to go, is that package, you know, uh, for Parker Exactly, Jay? he probably went, oh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And then boom, like I said, she, or, yeah. she, uh, she knew, she must, you must get a lot of packages, so she probably knew you was getting and one. She intercep- she yeah. intercepted. And she intercepted. Intercepted. And he allowed her to intercept instead yeah. of looking at the address again to be like, oh, this is 3C. Or what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to ask. If somebody did, you're supposed to ask, what apartment is it? What apartment is it? Let them tell you first. Now, right. she, Don't you, if he yeah. did that and she gave him that, and then it's like, he still yeah. kind of fucked up still, but you know, but if she gave that apartment and it's like, you know, here, take it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, man. Save me a trip up some stairs. Exactly, yep. And that is the cold rain, sleet, snow, stairs, elevator. You got, they don't do that at FedEx. <laughs> you guys live by a cold. Yeah. You know, you guys have morals and values. <laughs> Slim to none over there at FedEx, USPS yeah. gang. You get in big trouble for that too. Uh, how do you feel about a voice of uh, a voice one? Ooh, okay, let's do it. Yeah, we're gonna close. This will be the last email. Hey, Alvin and Fran, just wanted to respond to a to your call to action and figured a voice recording could be fun if y'all are still doing those. We are, and please affirmative murder at gmail Please, if you have a voice memos or voice notes or voice stories, however you want to phrase it or whatever, send them in. We got one right here. We're gonna set it up right now. Um, if there's anything I need to clear up, y'all can tell me, and I'll do my best to be prompt with the response. Thank you both for all that you do. I cannot express how much this pod means to me. Whenever an episode drops on Thursday or Monday, it automatically goes to the top of my podcast queue. Keep it up. Y'all are doing great. Also, love the new Tales from the Hood episodes. Love that the new Tales from the Hood episodes are on Mondays now. I think this was a great choice for you both. All the love, Carol from North Carolina. P.S. If you want to hear my horrible ex-best friend story, let me know and I can fast track that one for you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that, you, of course, we would love to hear that. So this is a, a voice story from Carol. Hey, Alvin and Fran. It's Carol again. Uh, I heard that you guys needed some more stories for Tales from the Hood. So I'm back. Um, she sent one in before, apparently. And to keep up with the theme of my... Uh, I'm only laughing because of the... Um, Irony. Um, To keep up with the theme of my last voice recording, uh, I am going to tell you about one of my very dear friends who initially was named Susan uh, and then transitioned over and, well, I guess I shouldn't say transitioned over. They just changed their pronouns and changed their name because they them seemed to identify better with themselves. Um, So if I stumble, I sincerely apologize. Uh, their name is Skylar, and Skylar was 35 years old. Um, they had been through quite a lot in their life. They grew up in Manassas, Virginia, um, and they had a, a really difficult time. Apparently, 
there were several gangs that were roaming their street when they were young. And they saw their first dead body at like 10 years old, Mm. (laughs) like right outside their fucking house on their lawn. Um, And several other instances that I can think of. Now, mind you, this person ended up moving down to where I live in North Carolina and started uh, slinging drugs. And by drugs, I mean, you know, marijuana, molly, all this stuff. Super fun. Now, Sounds with that cool. being said, like cool they eventually person. got caught. They got jailed for, I believe, five to seven years. I could be wrong. Jesus, for weed? Um, <laughs> about that. But I, I know that they spent at least two years in jail, minimum. Um, now, with that being said, by the time I had met them, by the time I would met Skylar, they were clean for quite a while. The only thing they did was smoke marijuana and do coke every now and again, which as long as the coke was not around me, it was fine. Um I actually met them because, uh, you know, one of my friends uh, knew them and they threw me my very first like group birthday party. Uh, I have literally never been able to conduct one to get anybody to come to since. Um, I tried several times to plan my own birthday party and everyone would pull out, pull out at the last second. Um, so, you know, big, big props to them for really, really showing me a good time, especially on my 21st. I mean, it was probably one of the best nights of my life. Um, and the best part is I could still remember everything. And I went to a graduation that next morning, uh, after this 21st birthday party and everything. So like took really, really good care of me. Well, with that being said, um, their body was found about an hour and a half away from where our city of origin is. Um, They were found without their shoes, without their wallet, without their car keys, without their phone. So I knew something was up. And initially, you know, I'm thinking no shoes. All right. Someone must have like hit them with their vehicle. Like I, I'm not exactly sure what had transpired. Well, as it turns out, apparently they were hanging out with one of their friends and they were, I don't know if it was. I'm going to pause real quick because this, they jog my memory. Carol is a person. Um, she was in the car with her boyfriend, I believe. And uh, they saw a person get hit by a car on a median, mm, like, a, like okay. a homeless And the body that. went flying and everything. I remember this. So this, that was their original, the audio that they sent them before. That just jogged me. When they said the theme and the thing. Got it. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for sending another one in, Carol. We will continue. I don't know if they were doing cocaine or what. But I know that it was laced with fentanyl. Mm. Apparently, they popped positive on the rapid test that the police did for fentanyl and cocaine, um, which it wouldn't surprise me. Their partner passed, like, earlier in 2021, and they were taking it really hard. They were going through a really hard time. But the thing is, they had plans to go to a wedding, like, party this very night and I contacted one of my other friends and they said yeah you know they were supposed to be there uh I tried texting and calling them they didn't respond everything would go straight to voicemail so I left left them several voicemails and as it turns out uh basically they had had an overdose and the individual that they were with instead of driving them to the hospital which was less than 15 minutes away from where they lived Uh, They drove them an hour and a half away, dumped their body in a woody area, 
and left them. Wow. And so now I have to deal with the aftermath of all of that, mentally, emotionally, all of that. And the worst part is I can't show up to this funeral or this memorial because one of my ex-best friends, the individual who introduced me to them, we do not speak anymore for various reasons, which I will probably end up calling in about later on to tell you guys that whole fucking story. Because Get that into is it. a seven-year-long saga of bullshit, tiredness, exhaustion, frustration, and did I mention that she still owes me uh, $2,400 mm. plus now interest? Oh, excuse um, me. But yeah, I, I wanted to go ahead and give Skylar a shout-out because... They didn't deserve to go that way. Mm -hmm. That's not what anyone deserves to go through. But now I have a friend who was <sighs> killed negligently. And I truly do not know how to cope with it at the moment. So I am currently not okay as an individual, but I am working on it. And I just wanted to really give somebody their story because they deserve to be remembered. Um, anywho, I wanted to tell you guys that, A, Alvin, I'm really sorry about your, about your grandfather. Uh, I lost my last living grandparent back in March this year, so I really, really feel for you. Uh, that whole episode made me fucking cry <laughs> like a motherfucker. Anyways, I really appreciate y'all. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and thank you for doing what you do. Again, theme music is so fucking hype every time I get in the vehicle every time I, I hear you guys in my ear I'm bopping along to that fucking song so like serious props to that fucking guy because he's incredible all right you guys I've talked long enough I hope y'all again have a wonderful day and keep it real all right bye shout out to Carol uh and also shout out to Grand Ace uh put his foot in that theme song continues to get praise all all around the country all around the world the guy's a masterful guy that was a hell of an email. RIP to Skylar. Um, nobody deserves to go out that way, especially somebody who Carol's describing as like a really good friend. Mm. You know, um, yeah, I mean, drugs are a funny thing. You know, uh, I make my jokes and everything like that, but as they are, drugs are laced really badly these days. So if you are a person who likes to party, it is something to think about. You know, be careful and you know, don't do drugs. You know, I guess is the main message. But if you are going to do drugs. Do drugs from people that you trust and do drugs with people that you trust. Because clearly Skylar thought they could trust this person and they went into a situation where they needed help and the person dumped them on, in the woods. Yeah. So um, that's pretty crazy. Um, Fran, just for the record, I would never do you like that. I will hope not. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're gone off the, you know, the shroomies or something like that, I'm going to I'm going to coddle you. I'm going to I'm going to make sure you're playing. Well, that would never music. happen. It would have to be the other way around. What do you mean? If you <laughs> if you don't want to do it shrooms. Or mushrooms, whatever. I will be the one that had to fuck. We it. can't overdose on shrooms. Just you know, well, you know, you know, you know that hard, dangerous drugs. I said that as a joke, but I'm just saying hard, dangerous drugs. Right, you know that hardcore drugs. What I'm talking about. If you dabble in some hardcore, if you ever wanted to do some shrooms with me, you're welcome to. Sure, but you know, but those that's my fear of like doing that stuff and then like laced with something that's like because once you once you do that, it's no coming back from that. No, 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 no. <laughs> especially, especially the fin fin. Yeah, the fin um, is crazy. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're cutting that fin up and everything. Yeah. Matter of fact, some of the some of the people that are out there heavy off the drugs are asking for the the fentanyl lace. Straight fin. 
straight fan because or like you know a heavy cut of the fan because they're like i heard such and such almost died or did die that shit must be crazy so now you're dealing with now you're dealing with see initially a few years ago it was this was secretly happening yeah because you're trying to up the you know up your yield and up the strength yes but now people are like no some some people some people are like no i want that shit with that fentanyl because it's stronger yeah uh, it's it's crazy and you know, just how about just don't do drugs. I don't know. Twenty twenty four. Let's go with that with that message. Unless they are from the earth, that's my that's my whole message. Uh, you know, weed and things that uh, can grow. I'm pro. If it grows, I'm pro. Um, but again, yeah. Thank you to Carol for that amazing and heartfelt voice message. Um, rest in peace to Skyler. Thank you to our other two phenomenal emails that we that we read one from naya and the other from laura uh shout out to the three of you guys for making an amazing episode for us again affirmative murder at gmail.com uh if you have any stories tales from your neighborhood tales from life tales from the drama that you want to just get off your chest whatever you guys send it in to us fran what have your what are your thoughts on the three that we kind of dove into today my thoughts, man. Um, first of all, she brought up rest in peace. Um, um, uh, Alvin Williams with the first. Yeah, pop pop. Rest in peace, Alvin, Big Al. Yeah, Big Al. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to Big um, Al, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah solid dude. Yeah, uh, what was what was the first the first story? I forgot. I, they, first story was Laura was lengthy, family. So. And you're, if you you leave, you know your family family. Uh, there was a guy in the woods. Oh yeah, who just, almost broke into the house. Uh. I don't. I just only can speak on experience. I'm just for me. It was just I, I'm just not a fan of being secluded in there. I just I'm just not. Yeah, that's not. I'm that's hard not for pass. Me. That's not hard for, pass. It's not for me. Um, if you're gonna be dabbling in hardcore drugs, if if something goes wrong, you got to be ready to be responsible for what's going to happen. You know, in, 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 and the people in, around in, you. and the people around you. And if you're messing with that that stuff, and then somebody has some type of reaction where it's like you know they're dying or whatever overdose, you gotta do the right thing. Even if that person was probably, I know you're scared, but you're like, I'm gonna go to jail. It's like what you about to do is worse than you going to jail for whatever's about to happen, right? So it's yeah. like what that person did was that's awful. That's awful. And then they did not take responsibility of what happened. And take care of the person they was with, who trusted you. If something went wrong, because it did something went completely wrong, the worst possible situation happened, and then you, and you kinda, abandoned and them. you abandoned them and threw them in the in, in the woods. It's just, that's that's crazy. I just think people need people need to be better than that. Yeah, I've never. And the coldest part of that to me is, I'm sure there are people who do drugs way more recreationally than I've done yeah. in the little kind of times that I've died with in my life. But when I've ever done that, it's been with people that I thought I could trust. So the idea that I would assume Skylar is a person who they thought that they could trust whoever they were partying with or having a good time with, they were going to a wedding. This seems like this is a friend group type of situation or some, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person that they were with isn't connected to the wedding, but I'm just saying this, you, you're driving around in the car. You must trust them a little bit with your life. And for in that moment for you to re- to learn the lesson that, oh, this isn't my friend. That's heartbreaking because, you know, you, you let your guard down when you bring people around you and everything like that. Also, before we go, I want to give a, you know, 
a recommendation. I, I watched the movie called Talk to Me. It's been getting all kind of praise. It was really, it was one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. And I think that the movie was kind of an allegory for what we just talked about as far as drugs and trusting people and everything like that. Talk to me is about these kids find this hand, mm-hmm. like a, like a paper mache hand. And if you touch the hand, you can talk to the dead. It's almost like a Ouija board. Hmm. And so all the kids get together on the weekends and go to one person's house. And it's like 13, 15 kids in the basement and they're filming each other with their camera phones. And it's almost like doing drugs. You touch the hand, and you go into this trance. It's like they're all doing drugs in the basement. And then one day, a younger brother of one of the kid of one of the kids asked to 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 play with the the hand or touch the hand, and everybody's like, "No, you're young or whatever." And one of the kids who is like a like a sister to them goes, "All right, you can touch it real quick." And shit goes wild. And when it goes wild, everybody's like, "Well, fuck this, man! Don't tell him. Change the story. Don't." They like the kid. Mm. Something bad happens to the kid, and how quickly it was all fun and games when the when the drugs were fun, yeah. and when the and the drug in this movie, obviously, being like talking to the dead. But when the drugs went bad, everybody, nobody wants to be a part of it. Change the story. Hide the hand. Like, no, I don't want to get in trouble. So it's crazy. You know, when things go bad, that's when you really learn who your real friends are. So, you know, that's the that's my takeaway from that last story that was told. And again, rest in peace to their friend, Skylar. And uh, thank you again to everybody who sent in emails this week. We got a lot more. So, you know, obviously there will be. Uh, another tales from the hood next week and hopefully the week after that yeah. and hopefully more emails come and we just get we can get on the roll going into 2024 fran once again before we leave we're not giving that we're not letting that cat out of that bag no not yet not yet he said fran hey, baby, baby. <laughs> not yet hey, listen fran's the boss the cat's in the bag tied up tight it can breathe there's holes in the bag but you know the cat's in the bag and it's, it will stay yeah, there we need, until we thursday of, we need to build the momentum up we need the cliffhanger or something then yeah fair enough come, so, yeah. people now people will go listen to the episode they go like I can't miss I can't miss Thursday. I can't episode. miss this news. I can't miss yeah, yeah, the news. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Well, listen, guys. Until next time, you guys be safe out there. Again, affirmativemurder at gmail Get those emails in, and we'll see you guys next time. Deuces.